and welcome to Mayday. This is your flight podcast about everything aviation, from triumphs to tragedies and everything in between. I'm your host, Caroline Miller, and I'm joined again today by the lovely Brendan Fairley. Brendan also joined us for our recent episode on Continental 1713 and Delta Flight 1141, and I'm so happy to have him back with us today. We'll be taking a bit more of a lighthearted mood on Mayday with our first episode on Bad Passengers. I'm sure that we will have many more episodes about people being assholes on planes, because if there's one thing humans are consistent about, it's being freaking jerks to each other. And apparently, being confined to a sky tube really brings out the worst in us. Uh, There were over 5,000 reports of unruly passengers in 2021 alone. 5,000. That's a lot a day. I can't do math, but that's a lot every single day. Jeez. It's insane. Yeah. It's an insane amount of jerks just making flight attendants' lives miserable. I don't know how many of them are mask-related. I'm sure in 2021, most of them were mask-related. Yeah. And um, the things that we'll be talking about today are not mask-related, just because there were so many, and a lot of them follow the same unfortunate storyline. Yeah. Um... And also, I'm tired of talking about idiots that don't want to wear a mask, so we'll talk about different idiots. (laughs) Yeah, if you're on a plane and don't wear a mask, fuck you. (laughs) I mean, literally, it's like, we just want to get to where we're going, put the thing on your face for a couple of hours, you won't die. Um, And we're also having margaritas to get us ready for the feeling of disappointment in the human race that we're about to experience. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Boom. Okay, so I googled flight passenger arrest to start my research for this episode. (laughs) And there have been at least three people arrested for being completely unhinged on flights within the last four months alone. Wow, okay. So that's not just like being escorted off, but like being arrested. Like in the sky, you are arrested. Yeah, like the pilot calls in like, we need police when we land. In three in the wow. last four months, and I'm sure that there's ones that I missed too. Yeah, like so at least three, and like people need therapy. Just go yeah. to therapy. Yeah, truly. Don't take it out on a flight attendant who makes twenty seven thousand dollars a year to put up with your horseshit. <laughs> Amen to those. Yeah. So what's what's the worst thing that you have seen on a flight in terms of behavior? Hmm. Where to start? <laughs> Um, the most, the, a recent one that comes to mind immediately is when I was on the, a flight back from the UK and it was a mask thing, of course. And some, I think it was an American person. I don't know. Some fat American person. Was, they refused to put on a mask. And then these poor British flight attendants, I just remember hearing, cover your bloody face or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or you need to cover your bloody face or something like that. And um, <laughs> I just looked back, and it looked like Jabba the Hutt was staring at me. Um, yes, that's the most recent one. Simple and sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm picturing this, like, I don't know, all the British women I know are, like, below five foot five, And so I'm picturing this, like, tiny, sweet English flight attendant who just wants a cup of tea. And then there's giant Jabba the Hutt from Kentucky, like, yeah. I won't wear a mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always wonder, what what was Jabba the Hutt doing in the UK? Like, what was your business there? <laughs> How did you get in? 
he was on a beer tour. Yeah. He went to every pub in England and saw, you know, he could drink all of the beer at yeah. each pub. Beer and fish and chips. Beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> he went on a fried fish tour. Yeah. No, no, no. He went on a fried food tour of the UK. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, UK food isn't it. I mean, it's, like, good, <laughs> but, like, it's not, like... But, on, you know, okay. <laughs> it is not it. Salt sorry, and pepper. British people. Yeah, sorry, British people. But I think salt and pepper was introduced to their culinary repertoire in, like, 1920. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, this is spicy. Yeah. Like, when they set up, you know, trading routes with India, these magical powders showed up, and they probably thought they were made by witches. Yeah, right. Like, I'm sure that some of them were like, this is, this is witch dust. Yeah. It's yeah. made of dead babies. Yeah. <laughs> but it really tastes good. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show, like, their national dishes, tiki masala, which is just, like, isn't no. that? I mean, that shit's good. It's just funny how they didn't have anything to, you know. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, their national dish is not, like, it's not English. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just a ripoff. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, sorry, Britain. Um, what's... What's the worst thing that you have done on a flight? Ooh. Or are you always like A plus good passenger? This is kind of a lame response, but I think it is maybe not. Well, I wouldn't even say it's unethical. Like, this is not once. This is every time I go on a flight. I put in earbuds, and it doesn't matter how blatantly someone is trying to speak to me, I do not respond. And I look forward, and I have earbuds in, and I just do not respond. I don't look at them. Unless they include, <laughs> if they need, like, help with our bag, or if they, like... But, you know, like, the small talkers? Yeah, like, where are you going? Oh, those people. <laughs> and it's always the worst kind of person who wants to talk to me. So I I just always had the earbuds in. And I remember, <laughs> this was within the past six months, there was a woman who was, like, she started, like, throwing up her hands. because She... And... I don't know what she thought about me, but I just refused. I was just not having it. It was just, I'm like, I'm over this. I just want to go home. <laughs> so I just like looked straight forward. And then a flight attendant came back and she's like, what is your problem? And she said, why isn't he responding? And she said, you don't, he doesn't have, he has no <laughs> oh obligation God. to talk to you. <laughs> so. so she's freaking out because you wouldn't talk to her? Yes. Yes. She was, and I, to be fair, I, like, from her perspective, you know, if I were interested, maybe, I'd be, maybe he's blind. Or like, maybe he's like, Deaf and blind. I don't know. Like yeah, exactly. I don't. But I was just like, this is so funny. I, but now it's it was kind of scary at the moment. I was like, this, is this woman about to like assault me? Is yeah, is she gonna punch her? me in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like nice how people talk to each other on planes to some extent. But like, if one person's clearly not in a good mood and they just want to go home, they have earbuds in. Don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if someone has earbuds in, like to be fair, I. I don't talk before the flight because I think I'm going to die. But then after we land and I know we didn't die because it's over, then I'm the small talker where, like, this euphoric relief rushes over me. I'm like, so where are you from? But if if they don't want to talk to me because they don't, like, it's a short response or they just don't respond or if they have their headphones on, I don't push it because I understand social cues. But some people... Apparently, Do not. no. That's actually very scary. I'm sorry that you had to experience that. 
There was, I have to say this one. This one was fine. Like, it was just kind of funny. I, I was flying home from Pittsburgh, and there was this woman next to me from West Virginia. I did not ask her that. She told me without me prompting her. I'm from West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> but, as, and she said, this is my first time on a plane. And I was like, okay. And she said she was, like, scared shitless, and she was, like, shaking. And I was like, oh, God. So I took my earbuds out for her. Um, but when we were taking off, and the plane was a little shaky, she immediately grabbed my arm and squeezed it so hard. And I was like... So that was a trip. Because the whole flight, she was so on like on edge. Oh <laughs> So it was God. interesting because I know some people... I guess you, you have, like, some flight anxiety. But I don't grab people. Yeah, right. I, I shake in my seat alone. <laughs> a polite. <laughs> yeah, the flight attendants are coming down, and they see everybody, and then there's blonde bangs softly wobbling. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the uh, I got free wine because I started crying one time. Oh, but really? I, yeah, but I cried quietly to myself. Wow. And they were so impressed they gave you free wine. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this girl's so pitiful. Aww. <laughs> I would do that for free wine, fuck. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It was... I deserved that free wine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be... I don't want to end up on you know, some news article, like, woman cries so loud that pilots can't hear air traffic control, emergency landing in the ocean had to be made. That just made her cry harder. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I'll always appreciate whatever flight attendants were on a Delta flight from LA to whatever the airport is in Maui. (laughs) <laughs> if you're out oh, there, you're the best. <laughs> yes. Wow. I, okay. I, I mean, if you're listening to this, you can't see me, but I was curled and I covered my face and I was doing this. I was rocking back and forth and I was crying into my hands. <laughs> the whole descent. I was like, oh, we're going to die. So this is on, like, just before you landed in Maui? Yes. As soon as the pilot said, we're beginning our initial descent into Maui, uh, looks like weather is good. And yeah. then I blacked out. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, you got some wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got some wine for free. Yeah. Um, and I did not behave like these people behaved. Um, yeah. Ready to hear about some shitty people? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So, a January 22nd, 2022 news article from NBC, which is so very recent, it detailed a Delta passenger named Shane Mc. Kinnery. Sorry, Ireland. I don't know how to say that. Um, (laughs) But he did something that could result in a a prison sentence as high as 20 years. Oh my god. Want to guess what he did? (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. Oh no. Can I say that? I don't know. That's my guess. (laughs) That honestly makes sense, given the severity of the sentencing. But um, he, he was an Irish man. He was flying oh. from Dublin to New York, and he pulled down his pants and mooned everyone. Showed everybody his Irish butt. Ew, God. Yeah, he was charged with interfering with flight crew, and that carries with it a very high maximum sentence. Like I said, 20 years. Uh, and that's weird because if he is sentenced to 20 years in prison, he'll be in, like... The same spot as people who like murdered their whole family, and he just like showed his butt 
to a flight attendant. What? Not that that's okay, but I think that's kind of a harsh sentence. Yeah. Was it prompted? Like, did was he, you know, angry about something? Or like... He was upset. I could not find details on what led to the event, but mm. yeah, he was upset. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. A woman named Amanda Marie... Wait, no. Amanda Renee Henry on a Spirit Airlines flight. That's the first problem. Yes. Um, <laughs> she was from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That's the second problem. <laughs> and she drunkenly groped some flight attendants, according to a December 29th, 2021 article by the Washington Post. Happy New Year. You're getting groped at your job. Oh. Um, <laughs> she was sitting in an exit row with two brothers and sexually harassed them incessantly while grabbing her carry-on, running to the front of the plane, screaming, I'm getting off the plane, I'm getting off the plane, I'm getting off! And then some flight attendants were like, we should restrain this person. So they did. Uh, she attacked them, groped them, grabbed one by the t- ponytail and kind of s- oh. led her around. Oh. Um, and apparently a passenger talked her down and kept her calm for the rest of the flight. And I don't know who that person is, but they're a national hero. Yeah. And they should get free spirit flights for life. And I don't know if that's a gift or not, to be honest. Torture. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can you imagine having the skills to talk down someone like that and then keep them calm for hours? I don't get how anybody can have the composure and, like, decency to, like, talk down. Like, talk somebody down in that. I would just, like, punch them in the face. Or, Literally. Like, Shove them out the airplane. Yeah, open the exit door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard of, like... Oh, this is back to the mask thing, but I know, like, some... Maybe not the mask thing. I don't know. Like, I've heard of air, uh, flight attendants having to, like, zip-tie people into seats for being so unruly. I wonder if this bitch had to get zip-tied. I think that she would have. I think she wasn't zip-tied, but I think that they were going to mm. if this person didn't calm her down. Um, this... Next person was uh, not as lucky in terms of the de-escalation. On the day before Valentine's Day this year, a, quote, large, unruly passenger, aka Job of the Hut, assaulted flight attendants and began opening an exit door. 50-year-old Juan Roberto Rivas was aboard American Airlines, classic American Airlines, flight 1775 when he approached the cockpit holding plasticware like a shank. I don't know if he sharpened it or something. Like, look out, I have a plastic spoon. Like, I don't yeah. know what his deal was. Uh-huh. Um, but then he grabbed a champagne bottle by the neck, and he tried to break it on a counter before kicking the service cart into one of the flight attendants. Oh. Um, at this point, he went to the exit door and began pulling on the handle. And he's huge, and they are kind of wondering, like, is he going to go anywhere with this? Because it's yeah. almost impossible to open it because of the pressure. But it's still scary. Um... So a flight attendant reacted accordingly and hit him twice in the head with a coffee pot. <gasps> and I know, yeah, yay! Awesome. Um, it split his skin open, but that didn't bring him down. So a passenger who was an off-duty police officer managed to pull him away from the door, and then another passenger punched him in the jaw, and then another passenger grabbed him by the neck and brought him to the ground. And then he got zip-tied, and they were diverted to Kansas City. 
<gasps> my hometown. Yay! Oh my god. Kansas City represents. Delinquents. I Yay! love it. Okay. They know that's where they take the flights with crazy people on them. <laughs> yeah. It's just a short trip to Leavenworth, the penitentiary town. <laughs> yeah, just put them in a white van, close the door, and boom. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Wow. Holy shit. I know. That's intense. Yes. So it took three people to take him down? Four? Three? Uh, let's count. So there was the flight attendant, the off-duty police officer, the person that punched him in the jaw, and then the person that grabbed him by the neck. Four people. Wow. And then there was also the flight attendant who was crushed by the drink cart, which is awful. But I think they're okay, so it's good. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, so this next one is more intense. Um, on August 11th, 2001, so exactly one month before 9-11... A man named Jonathan Burton got air rage on a Southwest flight and stormed the cockpit of the Boeing 737. Um, Some passengers brought him out and subdued him, but they went a little too far and they actually murdered him. (gasps) Yeah. How? They stood on his neck. Oh, okay. And then people said, hey, he's unconscious. Get off of his neck. And they just continued to stand on his neck. So they definitely murdered him, like, on purpose. Did they get trials? I'm like, sure that they did. There's nothing in the articles that I read about what happened to the people who killed him, but there, I mean, there's no way that you can just kill someone and not face go, consequences. Go to baggage claim. <laughs> yeah, go, go to baggage claim. Like, I did my civil duty today. Yeah, murder. I, okay. I took down the threat. Um, <laughs> and actually, later, a comedian made a joke about how... There was later a terrorist, Richard Reed, and he tried to blow up American Airlines Flight 63, but he was restrained and not murdered, and then the comedian made a joke and compared that to how, quote, ghetto people on Southwest killed a guy before 9-11 even happened. Whoa. (laughs) Isn't that awful? That is awful. That's so awful. Like, it's offending the people on the plane that was almost bombed. It's offending the guy that was killed. Like... Sure, he was angry, but he didn't deserve to die. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. Um, okay, and now, moving on. 2017, flash forward in time. A doctor had taken his seat in the back row of a United flight when the crew said, sorry, we oversold the flight. You have to leave. And do you know what he said? He said, no, I'm not leaving. I bought this ticket, and I'm going to stay here. Good for him. Good for him. And then do you know what United did? What? What do you do? They dragged him out by his feet. And it was very undignified. Um, and his shirt, like, rode up because they were dragging him on the ground. And so his shirt rode up and he got rug burn the whole time. He was just like, that was my seat. Stop it. Why are you doing this? Stop yeah. it. Um, and I honestly, like, he was crying and he was yelling for them to let him go and I feel so bad for that guy. What, so what happened from that? Like, did there was a repercussion for the airline or no? I think he tried to sue United. I don't think it was successful, though. So is it, what is the rule, though? Like, can you, can they really just, like, kick you off and be like, sorry, we oversold. Like, you're not getting your money back. You're out. Yep. They can do that. They can just say, sorry, we oversold. They don't give you money back. I'm not sure about the money back. I think that varies from airline to airline, I assume. But they're definitely... You know, if they have to physically remove you from the aircraft, they should pick you up 
like by the shoulders and not yeah, by the feet, feet and drag you yeah. like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, right. Like that's so degrading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. super screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, then okay, this next one is very um, intense. Spicy. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was searching for the right word. <laughs> um, so a 23 year old man from Tampa, Florida. Florida strikes again. Yes. Um, he was on board a Delta flight from Seattle to Beijing when he decided, you know, he wants to go to the bathroom. It's okay. okay. People uh-huh. do that. Um, also, his full name is Joseph Daniel, either Hudik or Hudik the Fourth. Um, so. People who put the number. Yeah, are people, always sus. Yeah, the fourth. Yeah, like okay. from yeah, it's it's a little sus. Yeah. Um, so they were one hour into this extremely long flight, um, but they were already over the Pacific Ocean, and he left his first class seat. Okay. Because he's the fourth. Yeah. Um, and he went to the bathroom very quickly. He came back out. He asked a flight attendant a question. Then he went back in. So kind of weird, but. Nothing newsworthy. Um, and then he came out of the bathroom again, and he flew to the exit door and tried to open it. And then people were like, no, you can't do that. So two flight attendants tried to pull him away. He shoves them off, and then the flight attendants called the cockpit and said, hey, this crazy guy is trying to open the exit door. And then Joseph punched a flight attendant twice in the face and then he hit a passenger who was trying to help in the head with a wine bottle. Ow. Which, I think that would give you a concussion, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. And then seeing him do this, another flight attendant was like, oh, hell no. And they get two wine bottles, and they hit him over the head with both. Oh, cool. And one of them breaks. Yeah, super cool. Badass yeah. flight attendant. One of them breaks because of the force with which they hit him. Uh-huh. You think this would bring him down. But no, he whirls around and he says, Don't you know who I am? Oh my god. And then they had to turn the plane around. And uh, then he was arrested immediately. Who was he? What does he think? Who does he think he is? From the sound of it, it sounds like he was having some sort of like psychotic break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Either that, or he's the world's worst narcissist. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That is insane. Tampa Man strikes again. Tampa Man strikes again. (laughs) Yeah, so those are the incidents I had for today. There's a new one or more happening every day, though. Every second of every day. Every second of every day. Just... Remember that when you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the sky, somebody's being an asshole. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. When you're on a flight, don't be an asshole. Remember, flight attendants don't make enough money to put up with your shit. So be nice. True. Though. Until next time, stay safe. <laughs>